Welcome to the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. It's the bi-weekly podcast where three starving film students analyze all things Disney, including parks, movies, and animation, as well as Marvel and Star Wars. Today, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Jake Moody. Yo. And Spencer Bennett. How's it hanging? As we check out how the Nutcracker's doing at the box office, and Spencer rants a bit about Ralph Breaks the Internet. We'll share our thoughts concerning the future of both Disney live-action films and animation, and Jake begs Bob Iger for another 2D-drawn animated film. So put on your mouse ears and let's get right into it. The Disney Deconstructed Podcast starts right now. All right, welcome. Let's get right into it, guys. Real quick, some park news for you. There's been a big rumor lately uh that we really need to address uh something juicy so we obviously know that mickey's runaway railway is coming to walt disney world in uh disney's hollywood studios but we've seen this rumor uh floating around for probably about a week now that uh this attraction could actually be coming to Disneyland as well here in California in Toontown. And I wanted to know what you guys thought of that and if you believe that this could actually happen. Spencer, why don't you take it? (laughs) What am I thinking? Uh, I think that it is going to happen. Um, In that rumor report, I don't remember what website it was, but they talked about how it's going to kind of take up some cast member stores and if there's anything we know about disney it's they kind of like to screw their cast members so i I think it'll happen and i think it'll happen to draw crowds away from galaxy's edge they want to kind of be able to disperse crowds throughout the resort i mean that's why pixar pier opened that's why they announced marvel land they're going to try and crowd control by opening these other attractions even though star wars land is going to take all the cake but no i think it will happen and i think the ride sounds great i read a scene by scene description of the one coming to florida and it sounds like one of the craziest attractions disney's ever built so i'm excited and i think it will happen yeah it's happening they said the rumor which i'm like is pretty much confirmed said that it's they're gonna announce it at like the mickey 90th birthday big celebration thing yeah Uh, so Yeah. yeah i totally believe it's happening and i'm super 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 excited i think it's the absolute perfect move and it feels like a little bit of a of a like a commitment to the parks because besides galaxy's edge for like the past 10 years i feel like everything has been kind of half-assed over in anaheim so i just think that the combination the one-two punch of galaxy's edge and now we're getting like this really 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 cool mickey ride back in in toontown which was pretty much a decaying like land so the fact that it's going to completely get revitalized with this awesome new attraction and hopefully do wonders in terms of crowd flow and things like that i don't think there's a lick of bad news in this rumor that i really really hope is is real yeah i uh i assume that it's true i mean i i'm pretty sure it was uh wdw news that initially published this rumor yeah i think so too um so i i'm assuming that it's true but uh the i uh i'm excited for it and i i have to also assume that's true because like you said there and i think it might have been you spencer that said this they're gonna want to direct traffic away from star wars land as much as possible and toontown is just kind of this barren landscape right now where it's like oh we've we've got a young little toddler let's let's take him on the the small rides you know and Mm. really Mm. besides um you know cartoon spin there's not really a whole lot going on there so uh, I do see this as a possibility. I'm not sure if this attraction would replace Roger Rabbit. No, uh, it wouldn't. According to the article, they it's going to take up 
and this is a little thing I wanted to talk about. It would take up like mostly backstage space and it would take up the gag factory shop, which is actually a pretty cool shop, but that'd probably be like the queue area. And then it, the whole attraction would be in backstage area. Now what's, what's kind of interesting about that. And there was another rumor uh, involving Mickey Mouse and the parks uh, in Anaheim that the big, the biggest chunk of, of land that this ride would end up going in is where they actually shoot off a lot of the fireworks. Like it's where they, they house, it's like storage area oh, mostly yeah. for the fireworks stuff. Yeah. And then that, that rumor very much goes hand in hand with the other rumor, which is most likely confirmed that after Mickey's birthday, they're going to announce a new nighttime spectacular show. It's called like Mickey's Mix or something. It's from, it's from Hong Kong. Uh, which which is supposedly really really cool, but like almost no fireworks. So it's all projections on the castle and up and down Main Street. I'm sure a ton of other cool effects, but the big fireworks up in the sky is supposedly a no go. And that's been a thing that a lot of people have been interested in about because you know if you remember Toontown closes early in comparison to the rest of the park because of the fireworks. So a lot of people were thinking, what the hell's going to happen with Star Wars Land? It's right next to Toontown, literally right next to Toontown. Is Star Wars Land going to have to close early? It, apparently not. What what looks like they're going to do is they're going to be minimizing the fireworks. Now I don't know how you guys feel about that. It is a little weird to think about you know if you go to disneyland once every couple years you won't be able to see the fireworks at night well i remember reading that they really wanted to move more towards nighttime projection shows yep. and less pyrotechnics so that wouldn't be surprising especially like you said because they're building these two well one confirmed and one possible like e-ticket attractions in where they're launching the fireworks and obviously it's a safety hazard so if disney's planning on kind of cutting back on the fireworks that makes sense yeah and uh this is gonna sound like it's completely out of nowhere but i went to disneyland paris almost a year ago and they had like this really really cool <clears throat> jesus christ we had this really really cool like 25th anniversary fireworks show mm. but there were like nearly no fireworks and i remember feeling uh <laughs> i remember feeling not cheated but like it was like a different experience as a whole. Like there were barely yeah. any fireworks. They shot some things up mm. in the sky, but it was never like the big booming things. And it was like, well, it genuinely felt like a different show, but it was cool. Like it wasn't right. in a bad way. Well, you know, with the Together Forever Pixar show this summer, a good mm -hmm. majority of that show was projection. That's yep. true. And I mean, they've got like the, you know, the up house and whatnot. Yeah. They, I feel like, they're kind of moving away from the entire thing being right. fireworks. They're yeah, it seems like they've well been rounded. subtly moving that way. It's more of an all-encompassing show. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I could see them just trying to find a way around it to where they launch the fireworks from a different area. Right. Or something else. I mean, Disney's going to well, Disney and they'll just figure years. something out. Yeah, a couple of years back, they actually started a fire. I remember it was a huge right. thing yeah. because a firework shell came down. So they're already probably very particular and nervous about that. And it's just not surprising that they'd want to move away from that. It just makes sense. It's probably cheaper to do projection. Fireworks are expensive. It just makes more sense, I feel like, if that's the where they're going. Does it make you guys sad that there might be no more big fireworks? Yeah, I mean, the fireworks are a part of Disney. So yeah, that is a little bit disappointing, but I, I have full faith that they'll still create something great with projection and like Lane said, how they had the up house and other things. Mm -hmm. I think that they'll, they're Disney and they always kind of give it their best and we'll see. But I, I think I don't, I'm not like overly disappointed. I mean, sure, it's sad, but I don't, I trust them to do something cool with it. That's how uh, I feel. I will say that if what you're saying is right and if you know, the constant big fireworks shows go away and we're only seeing fireworks shows every once in a while. I assume that it'll be sort of like the Main Street Electrical par Parade sure. where it comes back, you know, and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, we haven't done big fireworks shows in a long time. Let's bring those back. Right. That'd be cool. You know, 
So I, I'm not worried about it. You know, whatever they decide, I'm sure that it'll be for the best and mm-hmm. I'll, in, I'll find a way to enjoy it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not worried about it. Good stuff. But um, the last thing on Mickey's Railway, Runaway, whatever the hell, I think it's really awesome that we're finally getting a trackless. I think right, that's really, yeah. really exciting. And yes. I, I don't even care if it's a carbon copy of, of Orlando. I mean, it would be nice if we I got our own version. Be, I want it to be the same thing. If you read the scene description of the Orlando one, it's ridiculous. No, it sounds so cool. That's great. I'm totally I mean, okay with the same ride. It's so cool. Now, the only thing that I've talked about with one of my other friends is because, you know, there's been a ton of rumors about us getting a Tomorrowland big refurb very soon right. or a Fantasyland expansion or anything like mm. that. And it seems like those projects will be put on pause or potentially never even existed if this is their next move. Right. Mm. So I don't, you know, because there were big talks of just of Tomorrowland. I mean, sorry, of of Toontown and that like uh, the theater, whatever right. that's called, right around the corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Making that expansion. There's been Arendelle talk, all that kind of stuff. And if this is their next big move, this isn't like a small thing. This isn't a. This is an e-ticket ride. Yeah. This is not a, a Pixar Pier situation. This is not even a retheming Tower of Terror into Guardians. This is a building a brand new gigantic experience like from the ground up. Yeah. So the so it seems like that's if this is their next move, uh, those other two projects would wait, and I don't care because I think it's awesome. <laughs> I would. I mean, Tomorrowland right now, like hot take is a disaster. Yeah. But. I'm okay with Toontown getting some love. Toontown's been just deserted for years. Mm-hmm. You, that's the only place in Disney where you will find paint chipping off of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they just they have kind of just let it waste away. So if we're getting a new ride there, obviously they're going to give it a new fresh coat of paint. That's going to be a lot of cool stuff. I would like to see Toontown get fixed up. So if this rumor's true, that means we're going to get like a nicer looking Toontown. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's a lot it's to a, think about. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it definitely is. It's cool that uh, it'll kind of be pushing people towards the back of the park, which is interesting yes, to think about. That's that's something that is weird to think about because I feel like people a lot of times get... I feel like there's a lot of congestion in the middle to the left side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty much it besides like Space Mountain and sometimes yeah, like, Matterhorn. About- uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Like on a crowded night, specifically during like the holiday season, trying mm. to walk in that little area around Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain. Oh, it's God. been so yeah. crap like where you can't even like move your arms around, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of cool that we're pulling people sweaty. in Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's I've nice that been... we're pulling people in in directions. Yeah, you can kind of see the strings uh uh-huh. that Bob Iger is dangling down in front of us. <laughs> Take the bait. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But that's cool. It's all good, I think. (laughs) Well, as always, we'll just have to wait and see what they decide to do. Uh, But that's going to do it for Park News today. We'll be right back with our main segment with Movie News. And welcome back to the movie news section of our show. First up, it's Nutcracker in the Four Realms. We've been talking about it a bit on the show, um, but it's out now and it's receiving mixed reviews. Uh, <laughs> opened up, had a 20... 24. 20, 24 um, opening weekend, right? Yeah, domestically 24 foreign 39 okay yeah yeah so that's pretty interesting and it had a budget of 120 million (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's uh, only the opening weekend i'm sure it'll make up some of the money but that's pretty funny i think yeah i mean not great in terms of a first class disney film as i like to think of them so no yeah absolutely not at all there's that uh i feel like i i've been thinking about this film and i i haven't seen it so yet 
Um, I tr- I've tried to find time to go see it. I just haven't been able to. But um, I feel like part of the issue with this film is that they just released it too early. It's just an awkward time. Like, this film released two days after Halloween. That's yeah. ridiculous. And it's a Christmas movie. Like, it's just a weird time to release a Christmas movie, you know? And I feel like people weren't ready for it. People didn't know it was happening. And then suddenly now you're seeing all these ads online for it after it's come out, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fine, you know, the they just Mary. suddenly realize that they need <laughs> to do an ad campaign for it. And yeah. uh, so it's kind of weird. And I, I feel like they had a thought that they should release it early so that it's not gonna it's not going to compete with Mary Grinch. Poppins as oh, much. Mary Poppins, this yeah. This movie was never gonna compete with Mary Poppins. Exactly, but they didn't want two big live action yeah. um family Disney movies at the same sure. time, you know? Um eh, so I feel like that might be part of the reason that they released this one they did. But it's just weird, man. I feel like that's the only re- way I can summarize this movie without having seen it, you know, and being it's able to give uh, my thoughts on the plot and whatnot. It's just mm-hmm. the concept of how just, they release this is weird. Yeah, the fact that they just made a Nutcracker movie to me, I'm just like, why? And I know we talked about this last week, but I still feel the same way. Of, I don't understand why. And I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, I work at a movie theater for another like week, and um, <laughs> and like they're just like there was no one there. I worked mm-hmm. opening night of this movie, and it opened against Bohemian Rhapsody, which obviously right. killed it, which obviously crushed it. And I was I was like watching people come in, and there were a few families in like Christmas sweaters and stuff. But like you said, Lane, it's two days after Halloween, and like yes, I'm one of those people who's like Thanksgiving be damned. I'm gonna play Christmas music, <laughs> but still. The majority of people kind of wait a bit before they get in the Christmassy mood. And they just released this movie like two days after. I don't understand it. And it's low box office. I think just part, it didn't look amazing. There was no, yeah. there, I mean, there was decent people in the cast like Helen Mirren and some bigger names. But it just looked kind of weird. And I don't think it really appealed to anyone. It looks like it has no heart. I don't know why. Yeah. It just it it just looks like it was like one every once in a while Disney makes a movie and it feels like they're like obligated to make it Ripple and it does right. perfectly fine and then it just yeah. moves on. I don't get it's it. It's just kind of like like uh, Alice through the looking glass. Right. Yep. You yeah, know, it's exactly. just like we just made this, you know, yeah. and we just made it to make it. Like I feel like they just made Alice through the looking glass because they made. Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it was like, like he, well, let's finish the story, you know. Yeah, I really, really, really. This is a little different, but I really wanted to like a Wrinkle in Time over the summer, and it was so bad. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's like kind of on the same playing field. This movie and that. Oh, one. I think it's the, it's the same guy probably greenlit both of them, and I'm probably, assuming he doesn't yeah. have his job anymore. But <laughs> oh, yeah, which is a shame, but. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, I, they're not necessarily going head-to-head or competing with each other, but if that stupid animated Grinch movie oh meets God. this movie, that's going to be pretty doing better. It's already doing better. Is it out? I worked, I worked yeah, last night. Grinch, Grinch came movie out came out, last, out night. last night. Also, it's Illumination, so it's going to be awful. But oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we I mean, it's Illumination, <laughs> but, so it's just going to be bad, but it's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. So, uh, did you see they announced uh, Secret Life of Pets 2? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I know uh, we're not eating... Louis C.K. is being replaced by Patton Oswald, even though that's Patton Oswald sounds nothing like Louis <laughs> C.K. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is just not a good replacement. Like, here's <laughs> Remy instead of this guy. That's really funny. Oh my god, yeah, you're so right, it's Remy. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But, I feel uh, like Illumination just looks at other animated movies and thinks to themselves, how could we rip this off and make it bad? <laughs> yeah. It's just, the pro- with me... Like, I actually really, really, really like Despicable Me. Like, the first, the first movie, I think, is, is like, really, like, a good movie. Yeah, yeah. the first one's just, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's been it. And they the make so much awful. money. I saw Minions in theaters, and I think it was one of the <laughs> least enjoyable experiences of my whole time. Well, it was 90 <laughs> minutes of filler. There was no plot. Yeah, It was exactly. 90 minutes of the Minions doing stupid things and people laughing. Sucked. 
They can't um, even speak logically. Yeah. Like, how do you have a... Like, how do you have, like, three main... I mean, I understand... But, like, they don't even have personalities, really. Like, how do you have three main characters that, like, one... I can understand if you have a character that can't speak. Like, that could be interesting. But, like, how do you have a character that doesn't have a personality? Yeah, you I mean, know? here's like, the thing. It's because they were ob- they needed to make that movie because Despicable Me did so well. They needed to make it Minions. Yeah. Just like they probably got the rights to Grinch, and they or they or they already had because it was universal. So they needed to remake Grinch. And it's like, no, you didn't. Like, it was... But, you know, it's a money thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's Which like, is at least At least make, you know a movie that we haven't seen a ton of times you know this is like them making gringes like if they made cat in the hat or something you know which they probably will which they probably will anyway we're talking about we're not talking about disney stuff we're going on a sidetrack we apologize we just don't like illumination (laughs) it's fine uh but anyway um yeah nutcrack in the four realms we we haven't seen it so it's like we don't i still plan to and I still we plan do, to as we well. Can speak I, on it just I a plan little. to see it when I feel like getting in the Christmas mood, which I don't yet feel like doing. So yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's super real. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like the Halloween. Do you think it can eke its way here. through until people are ready to see it, or do you think no, they'll be forced I to pull like it? That would no. be interesting if there was like a sudden uptick in in gross. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that what happened really... with Goosebumps too. When it first came out, it didn't do super well. Right. But as it got because closer to it, Halloween, its yeah. box office went up. Because it came wow. out like at the beginning of, like in August or the beginning of October, didn't it? Yeah, it came out like late September, early October, mm. and it did progressively better. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that I feel like I don't even. You know, I realized that this movie came out early, but like that would be hilarious if like the day after Thanksgiving, the box office somehow started like going up. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be really interesting. I mean, I I'd love to it. see that. That'd be really funny. But yeah. Um, also, weird sidetrack, but like Kira Knightley apparently said something. Uh, I just heard this from a friend, so like, don't take my word on it. But I a friend told me that Kira Knightley the day after this released uh, said that she doesn't let her kids watch Disney movies because, you know, Kira Knightley's in this movie. Yeah. But she doesn't let her watch, like, the classic Disney movies because it's all about, you know, women being saved by men. I have a friend who claims to be like that as well. Yeah. Although I, I think was... they, they're they just clout chasing. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I that's a, yeah, I don't know. We could talk about it. We totally could talk about it. I mean, right. I I don't want to like get into like celebrity stuff, but like I don't know, that's like interesting because I was like, oh man, a childhood with I mean, like understandable reason, I guess it's like whatever you you know raise your kids how you want to, but um, uh, but it's like a a childhood without classic Disney animated films, mm-hmm. just sad. I, mean, I just like <laughs> wouldn't be who I am without it. I know, honestly, it's weird. <laughs> well, you know. I kind of get people coming at it from, I mean, you know, exactly what apparently Kieran Knightley said and, and probably what a lot of people think if they make that decision, which is, you know, it's a it's a girl thing because some of the older the older movies definitely come from a different time where things are yeah. just a little bit different. You know what exactly. I mean? But it just it just depends on what lens you look at it through. My favorite Disney movie. Well, my favorite princess movie is Beauty and the Beast. And you can very easily look at it through a cynical lens and say it's terrible how Belle doesn't, you know, she gets trapped and then the only way for her to get out is by, you know, falling in love and it's the Beast story and da 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 whatever. But I, like, absolutely loved that movie and I absolutely loved the remake because of Belle is my favorite princess because she's so, like, everyone is telling her to, to be nothing, right? And she says, no, I don't right. want to. I want to read my books, right? And then, yeah, you can look at it. She goes to the castle and she gets trapped and doesn't make any decisions. But there's also another lens you can look at it through. Nothing is 100% perfect, you know? There's there's other movies that are a lot harder to defend. But also my other favorite one is Princess and the Frog, if we want to talk about me mm. begging for more 2D animated. Because Tiana is so... Part of that movie. Wait, you've never seen it, or you forgot I, about it? I think it? I've only ever seen part of Princess and the Frog. Oh, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth a rewatch. But Tiana's whole thing is all she wants to do is make a 
she wants her own restaurant. And uh, literally her through line is like, she's going to work as hard as it takes. And she's not going to let anyone tell her no. Which, you know, like, why deprive your daughter of something like that? Right. Is Yeah, I don't know. I think it depends on what whatever lens you, you choose to look at it through. I guess there's no correct answer. I'm not a sociologist, but... Wonder if she lets her daughter watch Pirates of the Caribbean. I know. I was just thinking that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this time I swore that was Natalie Portman in those movies, <laughs> <laughs> like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, Ralph breaks the internet. Um, this movie comes out pretty soon. No. Give us the yeah. inside scoop. What do you know about it? Right. So, <laughs> I was actually uh, fortunate enough. Um, that uh we my school had an animator from walt disney animated studios um come out to the school and he talked to us about both his career and how he got to disney and what he does there and um he told us a lot about um ralph breaks the internet and what he did on it um He's the, for context, he's one of the animators that does a lot of, like, the funny little joke parts of the scenes. Like, he animates those parts. Like, Entangled, he animated the little part of the scene where Flynn Rider's like, they never get my nose right. <laughs> you know? And then he animated the sloth part in uh, Zoo, Zootopia. Oh, um, no. So, yeah. That's he's, cool. That's he's one really of those cool. guys. Yeah. So, he was a really cool laid-back dude. Uh, really nice meeting him. Um and uh hearing him speak uh but uh and obviously i can't talk about what i saw in terms of clips and that sort of thing because um the movie hasn't come out yet but they showed us quite a bit and it's it looks good (laughs) it does it's got some it looks like it's got some heart (laughs) Mm. i know that's like a big thing to to you jake but it looks like it's got some heart now i gotta be honest i haven't seen the first one oh my goodness i never i never saw it so okay you haven't seen wreck it ralph no oh my goodness um um it's it's good i mean you know the coolest bit of it is that it just references like all these old school games and that's by far the coolest part okay yeah but that's 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 not a bad thing no i agree cool movie i it it does have heart it it kind of um it doesn't no i was about to say it kind of feels more like a pixar movie it does not but it's cool it's definitely really fun it's like on the in my head it's like at the same playing field as big hero 6 Mm, okay i've Mm -hmm. seen most of big hero 6 but that's cool i saw some clips like that featured yeah. Gal Gadot's character, Gal Gadot's character, which Queen. seemed like totally cool and cute. Yeah, what was what was the name of it? Oh, I just said Queen because I love Gal Gadot. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she had like a weird name. It was like Slash or something oh, weird. Oh yeah, yeah, she's like the hard ass girl. Or Shank. Who wears, like, Is a it Shank? Jacket. Maybe Shank. Yeah, whatever. But it seems cool. Sarah Silverman kind of annoys me if I'm being honest. But yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's I love John C. Riley. John C. Riley is oh, just yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm okay. uh, well that's great to hear, Lane, that that you thought it like it genuinely looked good. Yeah. And that's really yeah. cool that you I mean, you're able to I hear saw, the guy and, talk. Yeah, and he showed us a lot of behind the scenes stuff, like how they made the film too, and a lot of the animation and whatnot. And and, and it it was just a really cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, I, I I'd like to see it when it comes out, but I have to watch the first one. Yeah. So, uh, yes, you do. Um, for all three of us, opening night or wait to stream. Ralph breaks the internet. For me, it's gonna be um, I guess opening night. I I'd like to see it um, in the theater, but I I gotta watch the first one. I need to uh, watch it as well. What about you guys? Opening night or wait to stream? Spence. Okay, um, opening <laughs> night, but I am kind of afraid of this movie coming out. 
Whoa. Because I'm getting very emoji movie vibes from the trailer. Ooh. Not on that level of bad, but that this movie's going to be a big commercial for the internet. Right. And, and like Jake, when you were saying with the, the first one, how it was so cool seeing the references to the old video games. Yes. But it's not going to be cool to see like, look, it's Spotify. Look, it's Twitter. Like that's going to make me want to punch someone. <laughs> so like, I really hope it doesn't become that. But I'm going to go see it. Like, I love the first one. I like the characters. But, yeah, I'm a little trepidatious about this movie. But, yeah, opening night, for sure. I'll be there. I agree. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'll definitely go see it. I don't know if I'll be there, like, eagerly waiting with a ticket. However, I do, especially in the first trailer, where I already said I don't really like Sarah Silverman. What's going on the internet? And then it just looks like freaking emoji movie. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I have faith in them that it'll be it'll I mean, be great and whatever. The Disney princess scene is funny from the oh, trailer. That looks like, really that's cool. really funny. That looks that's a, see that's clever and I'm with that. But if it's not like clever little things like that and it's just like let's go dance for dance dance revolution to get to the next level like no yeah. stop no I, stop. Def, there, abso- <laughs> there absolutely will be let's scenes let's not bring ready player one into this <laughs> yeah. I, but they're absolutely i mean we would be dumb to think that they're not gonna walk through and and say this is snapchat lands of course they, they absolutely will. Get a little cash i just hope yeah. it's not handled as explicitly as a cash grab as the emoji movie was yeah. yeah. Well, the emoji movie that. killed people's careers, literally. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, One I think this movie is going to be perfect. Seen. I mean, great theater experience. It was hilarious. You went and saw it? Oh, oh dude, you went I and went, saw it. Yeah, I went opening night with my friend Orion. Oh, my God. It was uh, it was an experience, yeah. She, like, made me promise that I would go with her. And I was That's like, so all right, funny. fine. And I went, and it was horrendous, but it was funny because, like, I just was expecting it to be so bad, and it was so bad. So yeah. I was enjoying it, but, like, there were parts where I was like, I can't do this. Jeez. It, it was really rough. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> That's super All right, funny. guys. So I feel like our attitudes towards um, Ralph Breaks the Internet and Nutcracker are um, kind of a good segue to discuss... Um, our feelings towards the future of Disney films in general. Um, there's, I know that there's a lot of mixed reactions to really the live action remakes. A lot of people aren't fans of mm. how, Oh, you know, they're remaking Lion King, they're remaking jungle book, uh, Aladdin, all those. Um, and a lot of fans want to see the return of 2d drawn animation, and uh, and I wanted to get your guys' take on that on the air and uh, what what you guys think about this. Do you guys like the live action remakes? Would you like to see more new content? Uh, mm. What do you guys think? Spats. <laughs> um, I don't. I've heard a lot of mixed reactions to the live action Cinderella. I saw it recently and I loved it. I thought it was so adorable. Side I never track, saw it. But I really, really liked that movie. I have liked all the live action remakes. The best one's The Jungle Book, I think, undoubtedly. Mm, right. Um, I didn't love the new Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're probably forgetting about Peach Dragon. That sucked. I didn't see Peach Dragon. I don't Peach know. Dragon I forgot sucked. that even came out. I yeah. totally, that was, totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> I saw it on Netflix this summer and I was like, hmm. Do I watch this and that I That didn't. was a Disney movie? I didn't even yeah. know that. It's worth a stream. I'll give it that much. Okay. Okay. But yeah, as far as I feel about the future, I mean, 2D would be cool. It's like just significantly more expensive to do than than CG. Yep. So I don't it think they'll ever do it. It takes a long time. It. And yeah, it takes forever. So I don't know if they'll do it anytime soon, but it would be nice to see some. I'd, I'd like to see like a Roger Rabbit style movie from Disney, like a live action right. TV crossover. Which, by the way, cool. we're getting. Looney what? Tunes back in action. We're getting, we're getting there's 20 minutes of hand-drawn animation in Mary Poppins Returns. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Well, they had to do that because the original was like that. Yeah. If they did okay, CG so in Mary Poppins, I would I got to tell you guys something. So here's something I can say because it was during a Q&A session. The Disney animator said that um, it is up to the director 
whether mm-hmm. it is computer animated or traditionally 2D drawn. So Disney doesn't have a preference. No. It's the director's call. So, of course they do. No. I mean, yeah, they, <laughs> I guess it's the filmmaker's decision eventually and what they want to do. But I, they know just as much. Like, they have to deal with budgets and things like that. Yeah. It's I not mean, they like, have to deal with budgets, but he said that it's ultimately the director's decision. And he said that he's pretty confident that, that like, they never ruled out 2D... Uh, animated the 2d drawn films and he's fairly certain that they will do them again oh yeah they will and it's gonna be a big deal as well like they'll wait 10 years and then it'll be disney's back final you know like they'll play it up so much classic disney yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah that's all fine speaking on cinderella that's i think the only one i've never seen and i only found out very recently that the main girl is the girl from baby driver slash yeah Mama mia yeah really who i love yeah like i'm probably gonna get married to her oh, so she's probably <laughs> go see my wife's film at one point or another no, she I've never was, se- i haven't seen cinderella i should probably watch it it was just adorable like i was watching it and my like just heart felt happy i was like this is so cute and that was the first one, say. I think. I don't know yeah. if we include Maleficent as the one. Oh, no, I don't. I don't include that one. <laughs> that uh, was a big groan from you guys. I didn't mind that movie that much. No, I didn't mind the movie. I just I don't include it as a live action I guess remake. So. I, I don't think. It, I guess it's not. I think a of it as a spinoff. Uh huh. I just think of it as a stupid decision. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was that was hot. <laughs> but I. I'm somewhere in the middle. I've really, as I said, minus Peach Dragon, I've really enjoyed all of them. I yeah. think my fa- I think you can say, like, as a film, Jungle Book is probably the best. Oh, but for sure. I personally, I think I liked Beauty and the Beast more. Like, I absolutely mm. loved that movie. And yeah. um, I am so, so, so excited for... I think Lion King is going to be absolutely oh, beautiful probably the perfect thing i mean we talked about it last time aladdin looks great dumbo don't oh, get me started on dumbo amazing and then i'm gonna oh cry God. so hard this is fairly small news i only saw it like last week and i don't think i talked about it with anybody but they're live action remaking more like live action cg but lilo and stitch which I'm oh, actually gosh. really, Lilo and Stitch? really, really, really That's excited for. They're doing Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. And if you actually want to hear how ridiculous I am, I saw the article and it was it was by Variety. Like it was real. And they just said, yeah, Disney's doing it. They just announced uh, like a screenwriter is like on the second oh. or third draft or something. And I looked up this guy and he literally only had like 300 followers on Twitter. But I knew it was him because he's young. And he like posted right. like a, literally a picture of Final Draft on his computer, and it said like Lilo and Stitch written by whatever, and he said oh like gosh. surreal. So it was just like so crazy to think. And I like looked up his IMDb. He's literally like only worked on comics. Like this is his big break. That's crazy. Which is so cool. I DM'd him and everything, but of course he never got back to me. I However, love that. I mean, I just think that it's really cool to reintroduce these these movies and and with all that kind of stuff. But with that being said, they're also know, making Mulan. Right. Yeah, we're making Mulan. Yeah, we're in the that. middle of filming it right now. Seems like they're, you know, it's not going to be a musical. I don't know if you guys knew that. And no Mushu oh, really? apparently. No musical. No, and no Mushu. Mushu. No Mushu. No Mushu. Presumably they're being very. They're taking it like very. Uh, Dark. Not seriously. But oh, they're, they're be treating like very it culturally like culturally accurate and oh, stuff. Yeah, because okay. if they sense. don't, it can cause issues with I respect, a lot of yeah, the screen. I respect that. I'm yeah. sure the original was a little bit offensive. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I don't know about necessarily offensive. I don't want to go that far, but I know that portraying something live action as opposed to drawing it, you know, it can just to, cause problems. Certain, yeah, and and the Chinese government, you know, only allows like twenty something American movies. A year right yeah so if if there's even like a hint of an issue they better change that because that movie's gonna make a killing and they better make sure it's allowed to be screened over there yeah but so yeah i think all that stuff is great and i've absolutely loved all of them but there's no denying that it's it confirms money and they're not doing anything like groundbreakingly interesting oh no they're 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 little nostalgic little bites is what they are yeah i feel like they do them because 
they it's can. a bigger guarantee than their original stuff. You know, they're guaranteed to make a ton of money from these things, and they just can't guarantee that with original stuff anymore. Uh, yeah. But it's just, just like the tangibility and like the, I don't know, just the warmth that I get from watching one of, I mean, just watching Lilo oh, and Stitch. It's oh, just, absolutely, man. It's, you know, it's different. And that's all I want to do. All I want to do is write for a 2D movie. But yeah. And, and it will happen. We just don't know when. Uh, there's actually a small little tidbit that I learned when John Lasseter was going through all his drama with the Me Too thing. So a lot of people came out like out of nowhere and were were uh, like talking about all the gnarly things he's done in the past. Right. And Disney, they made Princess and the Frog 2D animated, and the only other one within like the last ten years was like a Heffalump, uh, Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah. Which barely made any money. And that was like John Lasseter's big thing by saying like people are ready for, for this 3D stuff. And Disney was like, okay, you can, you're going to take charge. We want you to like redo the studio. But that Winnie the Pooh movie came out literally the same day as Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part 2. Isn't that insane? Really? It's the worst time at possible to put yeah. out a movie. That's like, that's like putting out if... I don't know. Like, that, you know, well, um, I mean, it's like when you see like whenever Star Wars announces their release date, everything else that's releasing on that day just moves. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you imagine, uh, you know, like like Leica or something, the like claymation studio? Coraline, right. yes. Paranorman. Yeah. Can you imagine if they put out their movie like Infinity War Day? Oh, like, of course not. Like it would, yeah. it would make no money and the whole studio right. would go bankrupt. So that, what you know, whatever, say what you will about that decision, but that's all I want to do. I'm gonna save 2D animation. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jake, yeah. will we see the return of 2D animation? Probably. It might take a while, but uh, we like the live action remakes. Uh, but that's our opinions. That's gonna wrap it up for movie news. We'll be right back with the wrap up fast fact. See you then. And we're back with the wrap-up fast fact. Jake, how about you introduce it today? Sure. Okay. So only like a couple days ago, Disney confirmed, announced the name of their streaming service and a couple of the shows that have been rumored for a long time, but now confirmed happening. So Disney streaming service is now officially called Disney+. Plus. And the two shows, the the big news that they announced is that Tom Hiddleston will be reprising his role as Loki, and we're going to get official canon Marvel Studios series. Eight to ten episodes is what I heard. That's very exciting. We can speak on that. And also, we will be getting a... What did we we say his name was? Cassian Aldor. Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor. That, That actor will be reprising his role from Rogue One in a prequel to Star Wars's prequel movie to the original <laughs> movies. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm super excited for all these things. I think the name is kind of whack if I'm being completely honest. You don't like Disney Cassian Plus. Andor? No, 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 no. Cassian Andor is fine. Disney Plus is interesting. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, hey, they got together in a room and was like, what can we call it? Uh, Disney Plus? Let's go with it. Like, it well, sounds like, like it was like the first generic. thing they came up with. Yeah. It's just odd because if, I don't know, if I'm in the marketing room and it's like, it, it, it's my job to come up with a name, I think it's actually really difficult because if I'm making, I don't know, I feel like Disney kind of separates themselves from from their studios like Marvel and Star Wars. Like they're meant to be taken differently than if you go walk into, uh, you know, Mary Poppins. Like you're supposed to have a different mindset. So right. if, you're, if you're going to log on, if, like if you're someone that doesn't, like Disney, like you're not like a big Disney fanatic, but you really like Star Wars. You got to go log on to Disney Plus and like see the castle every time you want to watch your Star Wars show. Just like kind of weird. I I would think they want to distance, come up with a I don't know a name. And also you know they're pulling everything from Hulu because Hulu yeah. is Fox and Fox is Disney. So all the Hulu library is put on this Disney Plus. Is Hulu getting shut down? Like what's happening to Hulu? It's 
it's somehow getting absorbed. It's it's kind of up in the air right now, I think. Is it? I, I don't know. I I haven't heard any news about it. I feel like it would be huge news if Hulu was yeah. just disappearing. As I far as I knew, something. it was. It's not disappearing, but it it was like a part of this Disney Plus thing. Oh, that really? was a big reason that would why. Be interesting. Yeah, that was a big reason why Disney wanted to get Fox because not only for all the properties in the studio and et cetera, et cetera, but Hulu is Fox, so they can already hit the ground running with an already successful streaming service and just add everything and revamp it. Yeah, that's what I heard at least. Yeah, so but, there's some new news with that. Um, I'm excited for that show. I. For some reason, I can't remember the actor's real name right now, but I I really like him as an actor. I liked him in Rogue One. I think he's going to be in the new season of Narcos. Oh, really? Uh, I think. Um, His name is I'm Diego Luna. Diego Luna, yes. Yeah. Um, and he he's just a really good actor. Um, I'm a big fan. And so, I absolutely love Rogue One. I love yeah. it. So that, I, I, think I really, really cool. do too. I know some people just aren't big fans. It's really weird because some people are kind of split on it. Some people don't like it, and some people it's their favorite Star Wars movie. I've been meeting more so and more odd. people lately who think it, who see it as their favorite Star Wars movie. It's really interesting. I think it's um, okay. Yeah, and I feel like that's the general consensus. But I mean, he was definitely a really interesting character in it. Yeah. So I mean, well, if you're gonna follow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to follow any character from that movie, it should be him. I yeah. agree. It's cool. We're going to get the Mandalorian and we're going to get a, a this, which is really cool. a Star Wars story out of whatever yeah. they decide to call it. But it's nice. It's you can tell like the distinct different styles, I feel like, just by looking at the two ideas of the characters. So that's cool. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do with with Loki, because, by the way, he's dead. So are exactly. they going to revive him? Is it going to be set in the past? I assume it'll be set in the past. I don't know. If they brought him back from the dead again, I then know. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I had a very quick idea. They won't do it. But how sick would it be? I don't even want them to do it, because I, I from a Loki show, I would like them to. <laughs> exactly. Here's an I idea. Would, I don't want them to do it. <laughs> I would like for them to do like a really space and like trippy thing because Loki's really cool like that, right? But with right. that being said, Ragnarok. how interesting would it be? Yeah, like Ragnarok. But how interesting would it be if they took Loki and like suicide squatted it and they like planted a bomb in the back of his head and they were like, we're going to train you to be Ooh. a shield agent. And it's like Loki X Nick Fury. That'd be awesome. I don't know. I've never like been a big fan of those type of plots where it's like they're forced oh, really? to work with them by blackmail. You know, I've, I've I guess never so. been a big fan of those. It'd just be a really interesting fish out of water. I feel that. Like making Loki be a super spy. Yeah. But um, that's probably not I, what they'll do. Isn't there supposed to be a Monsters, Inc. show, too? Monsters, what? Inc. show. They supposedly High school are, musical show, high too. High school musical show is what I was just about We're gonna to say. We're going to go Monsters, Inc. show. Yep. Yeah, Pixar will be making it, which is so exciting. <laughs> what? Really? I, yep. Yeah, it's crazy. No one told me this. Yeah, the that, news has been out for quite a while. It's been that's been confirmed as long badass. as like the Star Wars show has, and a ton of Marvel things. There's supposedly yeah, a ton of Marvel stuff. Buddy you Cop, know, one Scarlet Witch Vision show, which is really cool. And then uh, was Hawkeye, it maybe Bucky Hawkeye? Uh, yeah, the or Bucky no, Falcon. Hockey. Bucky Falcon. Yeah, I get all of them confused. I don't uh -huh. know. But it, that's uh, it's really exciting. But that's why it's just weird. Disney Plus, like you couldn't have come up with anything more interesting. I thought. Well, uh, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say they should do Disney Universe, but I was like, it's already like, DC Disney Universe. Interactive. Yeah, yeah or like. I something. I guess my gripe is that they just put Disney front and center, but I mean, it is Disney. I don't know why they put it. Just, it. If it was just called Plus, I'd like it more. My gripe isn't with the Disney because I figured that Disney was going to be in the name, mm. but my gripe is kind of with the Plus. The Plus makes it sound like the next level in a membership you know yeah like it's, like, it's oh, extra the plus membership or the platinum membership you know uh-huh kind of weird but it's like 
so it's like oh i don't want the plus i want whatever's the normal one you know but it's like oh no the plus is the only streaming service they have yeah uh, it's just kind of weird to me but Did they it's interesting costs? do we know how much this is gonna cost not yet it's supposed to be cheaper than netflix that's what i heard okay they've been they've said that from the beginning now i'm bringing this up at a terrible time because we don't really have enough time to talk about it but it is worth mentioning that this is supposedly bob Iger's baby like he was set, is it really yeah like he was set to retire like two three years ago right and he extended, he extended his, contract, his contract and then he yeah. extended his contract again because this is his thing and it's yeah. pretty telling because if you look at eisner previous ceo his thing was the parks and that was that was his baby he he wanted you know we got disneyland paris we got like two new resorts in in orlando we got california adventure and a string of odd adult attractions yes but it's (laughs) it's interesting to see that Iger took over and said i i need to focus on the movies and he went he I guess a big problem with Eisner is that he was like a little territorial. Like if people were kind of stepping on his toes, he would fire them and like yeah. cause big issues and now enter DreamWorks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but with, I guess Iger looked at that and said, no, it's better to work with as many people as possible. So he bought people. He bought Star Wars. He bought Marvel. He bought Muppets, although they don't do anything right. with Muppets. And I think they Which bought Pixar under him too. <laughs> but it's uh it's pretty interesting to just like see how the world evolves and i guess you know we did get shanghai so we didn't get nothing under him in terms of parks but just interesting to see the differences and if it goes over really well that'd be a great send-off and that's it's gonna change the way disney works if this, if this goes over disney really well forever, dude. He's changed Disney forever. Disney now is like a huge mm-hmm. conglomerate that just keeps buying. Disney bef- Disney during the Eisner era was like such a different company. Yeah. Yeah. And it's for yeah. better, I think. I mean, they're making more money. They're more prevalent. Disney's a force of nature. That's true. <laughs> One of the most powerful companies in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we keep liking them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's going to do it for us here on this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. Now, two weeks from now is actually Thanksgiving. Uh, So have yourself a nice and happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving break. Go see your families, have fun, talk about Disney stuff, whatever you want to do. We're going to take a break that week, and uh, we'll be back in three weeks with another episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us as always. And we'll see you in three weeks. Writing and producing for this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast was done by my two co-hosts, Jake Moody and Spencer Bennett, and myself, Lane Calder. Editing was done by Lane Calder. The music for our program was composed by Brandon LaBelle. Thank you for listening, and go have yourself a zippity-doo-dah day.